Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Political List right off the bat. I just want to give everybody a special thank you in Ireland, Canada, Australia, Germany, Ethiopia, Norway, United Kingdom. Hold on, we have it right here, the stats. Singapore. Thank you, Singapore. Ain't even Russian. United States, of course. Washington State, we have to give a special thank you to. You guys have most of our viewers are coming from Washington State and Virginia. Ohio, California, New York, don't know what's going on there. Step your game up. Texas, Oregon, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Iowa, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Montana. Montana's a state? No, that was actually a real question. That wasn't a joke. I forgot Montana was a state. It sounds like one of those state-slash-names. When you hear Chicago, a lot of people are like, Oh, I've been to the state of Chicago. Chicago's not a state. I forgot Montana was a state. So, I apologize, Montana. We love you guys, Maryland and District of Columbia. Somebody in the freaking D.C. is trying to freaking figure us out, I guess. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening. I really, really do appreciate it. <clears throat> Right off the bat, we have to get into uh, detail about the 2020 presidential elections. Now, for those across the pond and across seas that are actually listening, the 2020 election is freaking, it has been nuts, it has been crooked, it has been unbelievable, it has been horrible, to say the least. That's, that's really all I can say about the 2020 elections. L give me one second. Privacy in this motherfucker. <clears throat> but yeah, the 2020 elections was horrible. I mean, it was just... Uh, even before the start of it, there's been ballots that have been thrown away. There's been ballots that have been uncounted for. There's been people who just... It, it's hard to explain because... You gotta realize that the people that are counting the ballots... They don't actually work for the government. They are volunteers that count the ballots. So, those who count the ballots, they can just throw shit away. Oh, vote for uh, Trump. Let me just put this right here in the Biden section. You know what I'm saying? It's stuff like that. For those who are across season don't realize that. Listen, you thought 2016 election was horrible. You thought the one before that was bad and the one before that was bad. It is bad. It is bad now. And let me, let me date back to the uh, 2000 elections, okay? This is where I... Ooh, somebody's messaging me. This is where I started noticing the 2020, um, that the elections were literally just set up and horrible, and it doesn't matter who's winning or who you vote for. The elections are set up, and I'll tell you why. Okay, 2000, when Bush won the election, he won the election because they had digital voting, quote-unquote, or electronic voting, whatever you want to call the only problem was they didn't explain exactly to everybody how electronic voting worked. So, of course, in Florida, where there's a number of senior citizens, uh, Florida had a, they had, they were forced to have a recount because nobody knew what the hell was going on. A lot of the senior citizens were like, listen, they, and on top of that, on top of that, Florida, shame on you, the ballots themselves, well, the voting boots themselves, People were hitting um, dole or dole, excuse me. People were hitting gore, and it was coming up for Bush, or vice versa. So it was all screwy to begin with. Then they had a recount. Then there was a judge involved, and lo and behold, the governor of Florida, Jeb Bush, who just happens to be George W. Bush's brother, pretty much they they all of Florida pretty much gave the election to Bush when it was clear Bush did not win the election, and Gore actually won the popular vote. But Bush won the electoral vote. 
See what I mean? By get rid of the electoral vote. Get rid of the electoral vote. Now let's move on to 2004 elections. Bush got reelected, right? Okay, cool. The problem is they took the voting ballots out of Florida and the company that actually, uh, no, the voting boots, excuse me, and the company that actually owned the voting boots sold them to a different company. That company was working with the government in 2004 elections, and they ended up, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in Illinois somewhere or Michigan, around that area. That was one of the states, the key state, if not the key state, that Bush actually needed to win. Those voting boots under a different company ended up in that state as well. And those voting boots, in 2004, it was discovered that they had two different chips in them. This is not a lie. This is not no BS story. This is not made up. This is actually a fact. A fact. They had two different chips in them. One for the government and one for the company that actually bought them the voting boots. Now, why would the company that bought you the voting boots need their own chip? They're not part of the government. They have nothing to do with the freaking the votes. There's your 2004 election right there, folks. Just like the 2000 election. Got scammed. 2008 elections, when Obama became president of the United States. Um, something happened there off the top of my head. I don't recall, to be honest. I know something was a little shady there. I'll get back to that one as soon as I can. Now let's move on to the 2012 elections. Like I said, for those across seas and, you know, in the um, United Kingdom and in Ireland and all those, you know, countries and states and all across seas, I don't understand what's going on with the election. I think people are just tired of the election altogether on the strength that it's just set up. And everybody's just slowly but surely is just fed up with this bullshit because it's just set up. Doesn't matter who you vote for. Like I said, <coughs> the vote, this is the, the presidential, United States presidential election is so freaking rigged. And it's been like that for years, beyond years, beyond years, beyond years. And, and the American citizens... And I'm calling you out. The American citizens, they want to revolt. They want to uh, riot. They want to protest. They want to do this and that. But why aren't they rioting and protesting over the elections? Why aren't they right? Oh, no, no. When the person they don't like wins, then they riot and protest. What I'm saying is why are they not rioting and protesting? Because the, the elections have been rigged for the longest time. 20 years now, as I can recall, 20 years now it's been freaking rigged. Let's not go before that. I mean, we could pull out freaking rigged election after rigged election after, you know, before that. Let's go to the election uh, with Adams. I think it was Adams and Jefferson, if I'm not mistaken, right? Where one of them was blaming the other one for the wife's death and your wife's this and your wife's that and the newspapers and all that garbage. That's how far back it goes. Yes, the second president of the United States, between the second and the third president of the United States, there was a freaking huge controversy. Uh, about that. Yeah, they were rigging shit. Let's go. Follow me for a second. Now, the 2012 elections, right? Remember we had Hurricane Sandy. The entire East Coast got hit with Hurricane Sandy and then a few other states. The majority of the East Coast did not have power. But somehow, we managed to have a 2020 election with all electoral votes. Where were the mail-in ballots then? Democrats. Republicans, where were the mail-in ballots then? The entire East Coast, the majority of the East Coast did not have any electric. 
Get what I'm saying now? 2012 elections, right then and there, taken. 2016 elections. Former first uh, lady, Hillary Clinton. She was exposed for trying to trade uranium to Russia. She was trying to get secrets and spy on freaking the uh, Trump campaign. And I dare say Trump was doing the same. Let's be honest. We're going to call it how it is because we're not Democrats or Republicans. So we're going to call it how it is. Both sides were trying to spy on each other. And then both sides exposed each other for spying on each other. And colluding with Russia. I believe that's the word, colluding. And that's your election since 20, since 2000. The last 20 years. And now you have this election right here. Why would this be any different? Why would it? This is just sad. It's sad. It really is. And then what's even worse is that you have millions of people, millions beyond millions of people on the right, the Republicans, millions and millions of people on the left, the Democrats, and you even have millions of people in the middle, the independents, who are making up excuses for the election. And I'm like, no, it's freaking rigged. Get over it. That's it. Just admit it. This is why we have to do, in my opinion, a party is a party is a party. Okay, I'll give you an example. The Republican, this didn't happen. But I'll give you an example. Generally speaking, the Republican Party can say, well, I think we need to go to war with this country, and this is why. And the Democrats will be all, no, you can't do that. He's a warmonger. No, you can't do that. Oh, how dare you? As soon as he gets out of office, whoever the Democrat is, the president, because remember, they, they share Democrats and Republicans. Screw, screw every other party now, right? That's the way it's been for how long? Oh, yeah, since Abraham Lincoln was in office. Abraham Lincoln was the last independent that was actually voted into office as President of the United States. Do you know what party he was? The Republican Party. Yes, the Republican Party was an independent party at first. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So the Republicans can go to war with one country, and the Democrats will scream and shout, and how dare you, and we need freaking pitchforks, and let's go, and... The moment the Democratic pre- person becomes president of the United States, he will do the same exact thing, and the Democrats will defend him and say, well, no, that's something we need to do. This is bad. We need to defend ourselves, and we need to defend. I don't know why we're defending ourselves against other countries. Ain't other countries done shit to us for the last how long? 20 years, 30 years, 40 years? I mean, come on. And then the Republican... The Republicans will start bitching and moaning. But no, you can't do that. That's wrong. Well, okay, hold on a second. What makes it wrong when you were doing it? Nothing. So what makes it wrong when they were doing it? A billion things? So therefore, both of you were wrong, and there's a billion reasons why. So screw both parties, in my opinion. Screw both parties. This is horrible. This is the way the Democrats and the Republicans act, and the Independents too. This is the way you guys act. You can't pull your heads out of your asses and say, okay, this is wrong, this is right. This is wrong? No, no, of course not. They have to confer, they have to go back to whoever their party leader is and see what they say and then agree with them. Where's the ideology in that? Where's the trust? Where, where is the truthfulness in that and the honesty and the integrity? There is none. It's out the window. Because you guys are all gang members. You go with whatever your freaking cult leader, and I do mean cult leader, tells you to do. And then you mmm, he said war, we must go to war. Ooh, he said hate this person, we must hate this person. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. You can have Democrats and Republicans in the room and one million dollars. 
And I guarantee you they will not split that $1 million 50-50. They will argue, bitch, moan, complain about why they should get more than the other side. And none of them will listen to reason. Folks, if you're in other countries besides the United States or in other continents or across the seas, across the pond, as they like to say, this is the problem with politics right now in the United States, and this has been the problem with politics in the United States. I personally don't understand, and I've been thinking about this for years on end, I personally don't understand why we have so many people, so many soldiers and troops across the seas in um, the Middle East. And remember, the Middle East goes from Asia to Africa. Yes, there are troops in Africa going to war with Africans. And it's been like that for decades beyond decades, okay? Why do we have all troops over there to fight terrorists, quote-unquote? Mm, I'm sorry, what is guerrilla warfare? Is, is guerrilla warfare in Central America, is that not terrorists? Somebody explain to me what a terrorist is, the exact definition of a terrorist. I know what it is, I just want somebody else to pre please, please tell me. That the guerrilla warfare that takes place in South, uh, excuse me, Central America is not terrorism. Because it, it affects our country, doesn't it? And then they want to know what to do with, what do we do with illegal aliens and illegal immigration? And what do we do with the, with the wall? Here's what we do with the wall. Fuck the wall. The wall does not work. I've said it once and I'll say it a thousand times. The wall does not work. You're not getting anything out of the wall. You're going to spend a lot of money. Nothing is going to get done. I'm sorry, President Trump. You're not going to be president forever. Hence, 2020 elections. But regardless, even if you did win, even if you are going to win, you will not be president forever. Do you know how long that wall will take to put up? By the time you are out of office, that wall, whoever's next to be president of the United States, will tear that wall down. That wall is going to cost nothing but taxpayers' money that most taxpayers, even Republicans, don't even want to freaking foot the bill for that freaking wall. Most, you have some freaking crazies that are, I'll foot the whole bill, yeah, trillions and trillions of dollars, that's what you have? Then you should say, screw the wall and let's fix the United States altogether. By the time the last piece of wall goes up, even if the next president, whether it's Biden, whether it's Harris, whether it's AOC, 2024, remember she will be 35 as of October 13th, 2024, so keep your eye on her in the White House, I'm telling you, I've called it a billion times and I'll call it again. But anyway, regardless of who's in office, if they want the wall or not, by the time that last piece of wall goes up, that first piece of wall will be torn down. I guarantee you, whether it's from the United States or whether it's from Mexico, somehow, some way, that wall will be turned tore down. Now, on top of that, you're building a wall to keep out people from Mexico. Well, here's the problem with that. Have you been to Mexico lately, you jackmos? Have you seen the structures and the beautiful buildings that are in Mexico? You jackmos. Do you not realize their culture is built on their landscape? They know how to build freaking huge structures. Why? Because they still build huge structures the old school way. Like we used to do 100 years ago and 200 years ago. And a lot of our structures from 100 years ago and 200 years ago, they're still standing. A lot of our structures now, it may, no, not so much. You build that wall, 
and it'll take him maybe two, three months at most to figure out how to get over it, how to get under it, how to get through it. And guess what? You ain't going to build a wall through the ocean, Pacific or um, Atlantic. Excuse me, had a brain fart. <laughs> Pacific or Atlantic. They will find a way to go over it. The Coast Guards cannot be everywhere at all times. So, your wall is useless. You're just wasting everybody's time. And on top of that, you know how many communities you're going to have to tear down and rip through, literally, just to get that wall? And the first thing I said was, we don't even have money to build that wall. I just proved my own point, because guess what? Donald Trump, he's trying to put in wall, he's trying to put walls up into sections. Because they don't have money to build the wall. I've been saying that before the first piece of war went up. We don't have money for that, and my point is already proven. Now the rest of my points will be proven within the next year or two. When that wall, it was just a, it's a huge, it's an eyesore, it's a huge structure that just went up for no reason. Somebody was trying to prove a point because the other side was pissed off. President Trump, I'm sorry, I have to call you out on this. You made a mistake by that wall. And I, I honestly believe you, you thought the wall was a good idea. But since the Democrats actually said no and laughed at you, you had to put that wall up to prove a point. Did you prove your point? Because I don't think you did. I think you did, you went in the complete opposite direction. You made yourself look really bad in that situation. So, let's move on now. That that is over. I'm getting so sick and tired of hearing about the election. Okay, the election is already over. Biden supposedly won. But now, out of nowhere, Donald Trump gets Alaska. Because they screwed him over. And uh, President, well, President-elect Joe Biden comes out and says, well, I don't think there's any reason for Donald Trump to actually um, do this and take this to court and, you know, sue people over it. He, he should just, you know, let it be. No, Donald Trump has every single right, just like Hillary Clinton had every single right to do it last election. Did she? No. She went into hiding and you haven't seen her since. <laughs> Where's Hillary? So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this. This is an episode uh, 14, or whatever episode we're going to call it. This is just a um, quick... Ah, fuck it. I guess it's episode 14 now. And I'm going to leave us on this note. I think for this week, and this week only, those within the United States... And in Canada, too, because I believe Alex Trebek is from Canada, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, he's Canadian. But anyway, those from the United States, well, those within North America, United States, Canada, Mexico, those crosses for all those Jeopardy fans, a real sad situation. At age 80, Alex Trebek has died, which is really like, wow, and which is crazy, because up until his death, he was still hosting Jeopardy. Can you imagine... Having stage four, I believe it was stage four uh, cancer, correct me if I'm wrong. And then getting up every day and then doing your job. And I don't think him hosting Jeopardy was an easy task either. He's got to sit there for makeup and this and that. And then he's got to hear whining and... and oh God, I would have got up and said, you know what, just take me back to the hospital. I'm not doing this shit, screw you guys. But Alex Trebek did it, he hung in there, that man's a hero, that man's a genius. What's going to happen with Jeopardy now? 
You know what I'm saying? Are they going to get a new co-host of Jeopardy or a new host of Jeopardy? Excuse me. My honest opinion. Uh, don't do that. You're wasting your time. You're not going to replace Alex Trebek. Even if you do re- replace Alex Trebek, you're only replacing him because you want those viewers and that money. Screw that. He's been, I believe, 33 years, I believe. He's been the host, well over 30 years, I know that, that he's been the host of Jeopardy. Alex Trebek died. The day Alex Trebek died is the day that Jeopardy died. Sorry to tell you guys, Jeopardy is done. I don't, I, I personally do not think there will be another host of Jeopardy that can replace Alex Trebek. Maybe, maybe Ben Stein. But you haven't seen him in the last 15 years or so, so nobody knows what he's doing besides the Clear Eyes commercial. And even that was freaking 15 years ago. So I think now, unfortunately, it's time to wrap Jeopardy up because nobody is going to replace Alex Trebek. I think it's time to have uh, move um, Wheel of Fortune up to the 7 o'clock Eastern time slot. Which will be 4 o'clock in California. That's crazy, man. Imagine you, your kids just get home from work and a half hour later you're watching Jeopardy. And So, let me skip this question real quick and go to another question. If prime time in the United States starts, uh, excuse me, on uh, the east coast of the United States, starts at 9 p.m., right? That's prime time. So, that means whatever shows are showing at like 9, 12 o'clock midnight on the east coast in New York... Is that when primetime starts in California and Washington and Oregon? Like, that's a, that's a legit question. What what time does primetime start? What shows are on when primetime starts in on the west coast of the United States? Because I know we have the primetime shows where they can get away with cursing somewhat. And, you know, they have all the action TV shows and the drama and this and that. And, ooh, yeah, this is great. Because like I said, 7 o'clock, you got Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune on at 7.30. On the West Coast, that would be 4 o'clock. Sporting events. Sporting events that start at 7 o'clock, 7.30, even 8 o'clock. On the West Coast, you're getting home from school or college or even work. And you're going right into the freaking sporting events. So what happens when primetime comes on? Like, what? Are, what is the West Coast primetime? That's what I want to know. What TV shows, what time does primetime start on the West Coast? And what is the TV shows they, li- they listen to and watch on, on the West Coast when primetime starts? Hour 12, hour 12 midnight here in New York. That's my question. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap this up. Because there was a lot of people that are just late as funk. And hopefully when they get there, when they get here, maybe we'll start another episode. Maybe we'll start recording again. Who knows? But thank you guys for listening. I'm glad you guys were listening. Love you guys. And especially across the pond. Once again, thank you guys so much for actually supporting us and listening to us. Watch us on YouTube. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow circle of nerds and squares. Give me two seconds. If you're actually listening to that in the background, that was actually on the uh, the video before. Little something. Anyway, let me close this real quick. So, 
Anybody heard the news? Supermarket Sweep is actually coming back on the freaking... Oh, God, I'm so happy. On television. Was it ABC or NBC? I want to say, say NBC. And Leslie Jones. It was the black female that played in the Ghostbusters. She is actually going to be the host, and I cannot wait. October 18th is when this new super, the new supermarket sweep will drop. If anybody hasn't caught the old supermarket sweep, catch the old school supermarket sweep from 90, 92, 93, around that, uh, those years. And it was fantastic. Even to this day, it's still fantastic. One thing I did catch, though, on the old supermarket sweep, a lot of the food was fake. Those turkeys... Those turkeys weren't real turkeys to begin with. Obviously, it's, that's going to cost a lot of money to recycle the meat out. But I thought at least the turkey should have had somewhat of a weight to it. Not when a 60-year-old granny is tossing them into a shopping cart, just lobbing them in one after the other, after the other, after the And then I finally said to uh, Ace Clark 02, I said, hold on a second. Who's that? Nobody in their right mind, unless they're a power lifter, is going to lift that many turkeys and just throw them into their shopping cart like that. And sure enough, one of them bounced. I said, I freaking knew it. <laughs> Some of it might be real, like the candy. What do they got to shuffle the candy at? Nobody's eating it. And the canned food, too. They could keep all that stuff on their shelves for a few years. Because that's how long the uh, show lasted, only a few years. So, Supermarket Sweep. It's coming back October 18th. Happy about that. As you all know, um, Call of Duty for PS4, they're actually letting you play free. It's going to be a demo, let's be honest. It's not going to be an actual free play. It's going to be a demo multiplayer. I'm hoping they let us play Zombies too, or at least one stage of campaign mode, because it's fantastic. I love me some Call of Duty. And the only, the only, in my opinion, the only first-person shooter to ever come close to Call of Duty is Battlefield. So October 6th, watch for that. Call of Duty, Cold War Beta. Black Ops Cold War Beta. That's a really, really, really long name, so think of a nickname and stick with it. C-O-D-B-T-A, C-O-D-Beta, C-D-Whatever. Um, what else did we have in store for you that I wanted to talk about? Alrighty, I'm not cut, touching the elections because that has nothing to do with Nerd Square Circle. That's actually political this. Um, oh yeah, anybody heard any new music out? I really haven't. I haven't heard any new music out. Well, now with that said, I want to touch on one thing. I was just watching the 1990 Royal Rumble, and then I realized a big hole in the storyline between Hogan and Warrior. What doesn't make sense is both of them are going in their spaces, right? Which means good guys. But when they went into the Royal Rumble, both men immediately started attacking faces, good guys. And that's a no-go. If you're a, a good guy, how are you attacking another good guy? You have to attack a bad guy, a heel. Get what I'm saying? So, good guys are faces, bad guys are heels, for those who don't understand wrestling lingo. So, they both go in as faces into the Royal Rumble match itself, and when they enter, they both start attacking faces. Then, at one point, the ring is completely empty, with the exception for both the Warrior and Hogan, and they both start attacking each other. But up until that point, they were both eliminating faces. And then, Warrior gets upset. When Hogan eliminates Warrior, 
whether it's by accident or not, he got upset, and now he wants a piece of Warrior because he was eliminated. Because Warrior wasn't supposed to do that. They were friends. But wait, wasn't they all friends because they were good guys to begin with? You get what I'm saying now? Like that to me, it just makes no sense. I I discovered I just discovered that before that big huge uh, hole in the storyline between Hogan and Warrior leading up to WrestleMania six. But I was thinking about it this way: Hogan and Warrior WrestleMania six, right? Title for title, which wasn't really title for title, it was just for the world title, which makes no sense because Jack Tunney said it's going to be champion versus champion for the. Even if he said clearly it was for the world title, not the Intercontinental title, what would have happened if Warrior won? Which he did. He would have had to give up the title. So why'd you make the match to begin with? Anyway, but. It makes sense. Now I understand why Hogan actually won that Royal Rumble. One, it was originally supposed to be Mr. Perfect, apparently. Which he would—he should have, in my opinion. But it does make sense. Even if it was Hogan that freaking came up with the idea. If Perfect would have won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Hogan eliminated Warrior. But Perfect eliminated Hogan. Or there could have been some type of freaking, you know, screw up and Warrior goes in there and Hogan and Warrior beat each other up and then when Warrior's not supposed to be in there because he already got eliminated and then somehow leads to Hogan getting eliminated. I could see that match happening, but not for the world title when Mr. Perfect just won the Royal Rumble. You know what I'm saying? It, it would have made it would have made a lot more sense if Hogan won the Rumble and Hogan was the one to eliminate Warrior, because Warrior he eliminated quite a few people before right before he got eliminated himself. So that actually does make good sense because that puts that keeps both men strong, and it also keeps Perfect from entering that uh, world title match because it was supposed to be Warrior versus Hogan the whole time. Which sucks for Perfect because, it's, let's be honest, what did he do at WrestleMania 6? You know what I'm saying? So that does make a lot of sense, now that I'm thinking about it. And I also realized, too, the Barbarian, he was still part of the Powers of Pain at the 1990 Royal Rumble, right? He went from, Mr. Fuji was actually uh, managing them, so he went from Mr. Fuji to out of nowhere to Bobby the Brain Heenan. And then Barbarian and Haku were beating the fuck out of each excuse my language, were beating the hell out of each other. And then Barbarian and Haku were a tag team with Bobby Heenan. Not too long after that. Well, let me rephrase that. They have to go to WrestleMania 6 first, and Andre the Giant and Haku have to uh, lose the tag team titles. Anybody remember Haku was a tag team champion? With Andre the Giant. A lot of people forget that. So that was your, uh, seven minutes, eight minutes. Wow, I've gone pretty good. So that was your, um, entertainment weekly update for today. If I have any other news, I'll let you know. But I went from, um, supermarket sweep to video games to professional wrestling and... Oh, yeah, by the way, back to supermarket sweep. I'm actually glad that that lady is actually the host of Supermarket Sweep because if I have to hear Alfonso Ribeiro's fake, weak, watered-down accent one more time, I'm going to freaking, I don't know. 
But let's be honest, Alfonso Ribeiro should not be hosting any shows. He sucks. No offense to him, but as far as hosting shows is concerned, he's... And I know it's not from him. I know you could tell it's just something he didn't want to do or something that he thought would... Somehow, somebody got into his ear, in my opinion, and told him, Hey, why don't you try act like you're from the hood? You know, just mix it up. Because one day, one minute he's, you know, Alfonso Ribeiro from the Fresh Prince. You know, and then within a split second, he just has the heaviest ghetto accent. And then he goes right back into Mr. Be Beverly Hills' Alfonso Ribeiro Carlton. And to me, it's like, I don't know who in the hell in the back is telling him to do this, but it sounds horrible. And people should honestly just... It, it sounds horrible. Stop that. <laughs> so that was our entertainment for uh entertainment update for today please stay tuned because we will have a lot more obviously updates on professional wrestling and wwe and every oh oh wait hold on retribution hold on i believe they have freaking what is it jack moe crowbar and anus if i'm not mistaken no uh mace excuse me i'm just making fun of the names because i think it's the dumbest first of all I think it's Crowbar, right? If it's not Crowbar, because if it is Crowbar, they've already used that in WCW. Nobody remembers that? Here's a name that people should stop using. Butcher. It's been overdone. Okay, they had Butcher for Vashon. Um, Abdullah the Butcher. Brutus the Beefcake was the Butcher when he went to WCW. They couldn't call him the Barber, so they called him the Butcher. They didn't call him Brutus the Butcher Beefcake, they just called him Butcher. That's three butchers already. If anybody can think of any more butchers, then please let me know. Oh, didn't they have the Necro Butcher too? There you go, number four. Necro Butcher on top of it. Now they have the Butcher. A.W., please change that butcher name. It's been overused so many times. Now it's just like, ah. Uh, I personally just think it's blah. Because the butcher, come on, that's butcher's been used for decades and decades and decades on end. I just think it's now it's just overused, and you're just confusing fans when you're talking about butcher. Okay, which one? The Rock. There were three rocks. There will never be another rock after that. I guarantee. After Dwayne Johnson, I guarantee you. But there were three rocks. Believe it or not. There was the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Don the Rock, Morocco, which. That man is magnificent. He can actually... That man can just cut a promo like nobody's business. I would like to see The Rock versus The Rock cutting a promo against each other. And then you have one of the Andersons. It was either Gene or Ole. One of the Andersons was also The Rock. Now, that's all said and done. Ladies and gentlemen, I should have saved that for the wrestling update, but <laughs> that was your... Update in uh, entertainment this week. I actually like that. I think I'm going to have another one next week or in a few days or whatever. I'm going to jot everything down now. And just one by one knock them out of the park. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe, like, share, comment. You ask for it, you've got it. Political this. February 14th.